We now test the book of Judith with the four-point criteria for inclusion in the Bible. This was a pretty interesting book, but it is not scripture. The first test is of authorship or endorsement by a prophet or apostle, and Judith fails. It was written around 200 BC, more than two centuries after the Old Testament canon was closed, uh, and about 300 years after the events in the book itself. And its author is unknown, although some claim that it was the high priest Joachim, uh, also known as Eliakim, who wrote it. But that's just a claim invented by the fact that he is believed to have been the high priest during the time of these events. But this book wasn't written when the events happened, and Eliakim was long dead by the time Judith was written. It's certain that it was not written by a prophet or endorsed by any prophet, as they were all dead by the time this book was written. And neither Jesus nor any New Testament author quotes Judith as an authoritative source. The second criteria is the infallible, perfect precision of its doctrinal contents and prophecies, and Judith fails. The content of Judith contains elements of truth, as do all good forgeries, counterfeits, and fictional novels. But the basic story is that of a widow named Judith, who was somehow allowed to enter the camp of a great general, Holofernes, where she feigned being a traitor, giving her people, the Jews in Israel, over into his hand to be destroyed. Her story is basically the same as that of Balaam, who helped Balak cause the Jews to fall under the sexual corruption of the Moabite women. But in this story, Judith lies and deceives until she gets the opportunity to murder Holofernes and then send his decapitated head to the camp of Israel, which then was supposed to have caused the Assyrian army to flee. The end. <laughs> but the lies that Judith tell go way beyond the innocent deception of Jael uh, to kill Sisera or of Rahab to protect the Jewish spies in Jericho. Judith schemes to lie and deceive in order to kill Holofernes. She even prays and tells God about her lying, blasphemous scheme, and supposedly she believed God ordained her plan. Judith was guilty of using God's name in her lies, which is also utter blasphemy. Everything from her surrender to the end result of her murder of Holofernes is totally unrealistic and not based in history. It's most likely that a beautiful female walking up to the front lines of the Assyrian army would have been used and abused for their pleasure and not ushered in to speak to the commander-in-chief. But we'll move on to the third criteria, and that's the confirmation of available archaeological and historical documentation, and Judith fails. There's some confusion uh, in the mind of the Bible believer reading Judith because uh, Nebuchadnezzar is said to be the king of Assyria. And uh, there is uh, at least a few cases where ancient sources use the term Assyria for a Babylon. I found one such example in the histories of Herodotus. But the Nebuchadnezzar in Judith can't be the same as in the book of Daniel because Judith tells us that this Nebuchadnezzar is ruling after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, after the 70-year captivity, and after the Jews have returned to Israel. In an attempt to rescue Judith from being considered pure fiction, some, especially Catholic authors, have claimed that it's a true story, but the names and places were changed. But for what reason? 
certainly not to protect the innocent or avoid a lawsuit. And the wholesale slaughter of the young men in Syria and in and around Asia Minor by Hulafarnese has no historic confirmation. Such a slaughter would certainly have made the history books. But the fact is, regarding Judith, in the words of the Zondervan Pictorial Encyclopedia, quote, the book has too many chronological, historical, and geographical errors to be taken literally, end quote. And so finally, the fourth criteria is the testimony of God's people. God's people have never received Judith as a book of the Bible. It was never included in the Old Testament canon, certainly never considered for inclusion in the New Testament. Judith, therefore, was never accepted by any Bible-believing Christians as being Scripture and uh, a book of the Bible.